Habarigani, friends and family. I am Dr. Tanya Matthews. Welcome to the Kwanzaa Table. Seven days of seven stories to help celebrate this bountiful season and welcome in the new year. What's the word? The word is Kujichagulia. Kujichagulia means self-determination. Today, to highlight the principle of Kujichagulia, self-determination, I'm going to share with you a story from the Gosa people in honor of Archbishop Desmond Tutu. We lost his body today, but his soul, of course, still journeys with us, and his wisdom journeys even farther still. Today's story is going to be the story of the five-headed chief, a Gosa fairy tale. Many of us know its American adaptation, Mufaro's Beautiful Daughters, which some may refer to as a Cinderella story, but this Gosa fairy tale is quite a bit older than that. There was once a man living in a certain place who had two daughters, and they got word that the chief in a neighboring village was looking for a wife. The man went home to his daughters and said, which of you wishes to be the chief's new wife? The eldest daughter, Mkazi, said, I do, father. The second daughter, Niana, said, I do as well. Fine, said the father, we shall go together. But Nkazi insisted that she would go alone and go first, since she was the eldest. So, in preparation, Nkazi went to the garden to grab fruit for her journey. There was a small garden snake coiled at the bottom of the fruit tree. She threw dirt on it and shouted, When I am wife of the chief, I shall rid this land of snakes. As Nkazi was headed on her way, walking down her path, she met a mouse. The mouse said, shall I show you the way? The girl replied, just get away from me, you mouse. I am going to be wife of a chief. And because of that decision, the trip took her two extra days. When Mengazi got tired, she sat down under a tree to rest. She was approached by a boy who was herding goats. He was very hungry. He approached her and said, Will you give me food? Do you have anything to share? She answered quickly, Get away from me, poor boy. I am going to be wife of a chief. With that, she got up and was on her way again. Next, she met an old woman sitting by a stone. The old woman said, I will give you some advice, child. The next time you are asked to make bread, mill your grain very, very fine. Ngazi answered, you ugly old thing, who are you to give me advice? I am going to be the wife of a chief, and as a wife of a chief, I shall make bread however I like. Finally, as Ngazi's journey came towards its end, she came to the river of the village of the chief. She saw a girl there dipping water from the river. The girl said, where are you going to, my sister? Mgazi replied haughtily, Who are you that you should call me sister? I am going to be wife of a chief. The girl let that insult slide and told Mgazi, 
But wait, do not enter the village by this side. Wait until the moment is right in that hut over there by the tree. Ngazi did not listen, because of course she was going to be the wife of a chief, and Ngazi went straight into the village. The people of the village directed Ngazi to the chief's house. They informed her that the chief had not returned home yet, but expected every potential bride to make him bread, and they pointed her towards the first kitchen. Ngazi set about milling the grain for the bread. She milled it very coarsely, of course, because that is the way she liked her bread, and because those were the only tools available in the first kitchen. Meanwhile, back in Nkazi's village, Nyana, Nkazi's younger sister, had begun her journey as well. Nyana was very excited about the possibility of becoming the wife of a chief. She knew being the wife of a chief was a very big deal, but still she hoped it wouldn't change her too much. She wanted the chief to like her for who she was. Nyana started out on the same path as Mkazi, but had a very different journey. Nyana went to the garden first to grab fruit for her journey. When she saw the small garden snake coiled at the bottom of the fruit tree, she gently petted the snake, rolled a piece of fruit in its direction, and wished it a good day. When Nyana met the mouse, the mouse said, Shall I show you the way? Nyana graciously accepted the mouse's help, and the mouse directed her to a shortcut. When Nyana met the boy who was herding goats, who was still very hungry, she shared her food with him. Then, of course, Nyana met the old woman, still sitting by that big stone. The old woman gave Nyana the same advice. The next time you are asked to make bread, mill your grain very, very fine. Nyana said thank you and memorized those instructions. Finally, Nyana came to the river of the village of the chief. She saw the girl there, still dipping water. The girl greeted her, saying, Where are you going to, my sister? Nyana was so happy to be greeted so warmly after such a long journey that she hugged the girl and greeted her as a sister would. And then Nyana explained she was going to present herself to the chief. The girl drawing the water then revealed herself as the sister of the chief. She said to Mnyana, Do not enter the village by this side at this time. Wait until the moment is right at that hut over there by the tree. Mnyana followed her instructions. As she entered the hut, she discovered that it was the chief's hut and there were attendants inside. The attendants informed Mnyana the chief had not returned home yet, but he expected every potential bride to make him bread and pointed her towards the chief's second kitchen in the back of the hut. Nyana found the tools for milling grain for bread just as the old woman had advised her, and she milled it very, very fine. As it turns out, because of the help of the mouse, Nyana had actually arrived on the same day as Nkazi, and they were both awaiting the return of the chief that same evening. In the evening, they heard the sound of a great wind. The wind was the coming of the chief. The chief first appeared to Nkazi. As was his way, 
the chief appeared as a great, monstrous, five-headed snake. One head for each of the messengers he had placed along the path of any would-be wife, a representative of the misunderstood, the meek, the hungry, the wise, and the family. When Mkazi saw the great snake, she shrieked in horror, and she realized what she had done. The chief hissed at her, you selfish, arrogant woman. You ignored, disrespected, and insulted all of my messengers. I do not choose you as a wife. Instead, I curse you to eat nothing but your coarse, tasteless bread for the rest of your days. You will live your life fully nourished, but forever hungering for something and never knowing quite what that is. The chief then appeared to Mjana. When Mjana saw the great snake, her eyes grew wide with curiosity, and she took a step towards the snake because something about its heads were quite familiar. The chief spoke gently. Mjana, you treated the misunderstood snake with kindness. You took direction from the meek mouse. You fed the hungry boy. You took the advice of the old woman, and you greeted family with love. Because of your great heart and character, I choose you as my wife. And then he transformed himself from the giant five-headed snake into the very handsome, very kind chief that he was. And the two of them ruled over their villages in peace and prosperity forevermore. And with that, I think the moral of this story is very clear. But let's clarify just a touch more with words from Archbishop Desmond Tutu himself. Tutu once wrote, A person with Ubuntu is open and available to others, affirming of others, does not feel threatened that others are able and good, for he or she has a proper self-assurance that comes from knowing that he or she belongs in a greater whole and is diminished when others are humiliated or diminished, when others are tortured or oppressed or treated as if they were less than who they are. Bishop Desmond Tutu, No Future Without Forgiveness. Kuji Chagalia, the principle of self-determination, is not a selfish principle. When done right, we become who we are supposed to be and our entire world becomes better for it. Habari Ghani, Kuji Chagalia. Kuji Chagalia is the word for today. Do you know the word for tomorrow? I do. And once again, I cannot wait to share it with you. I am Dr. Tanya Matthews, looking forward to joining you next time at the Kwanzaa table.